All right. What's you're that? In, close your eyes. Close your eyes really quick. I'll close mine. You're in middle school. You're in like sixth grade, right? You're in the lunchroom. You get that little tray, right? You buy your lunch. It's like a buck fifty. Or actually, it was like two. We've only got 45 minutes to do this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you eat your lunch. You drink the milk. You have this carton of milk, right? You drink the milk down. Then you're about to leave the lunchroom. You fold the milk carton in a specific way so that it creates like an air bubble in the milk carton. You put it on the floor and then you slam your foot on top of the milk carton as hard as you possibly can. And it creates a sound as if a grenade just had gone off in the in the school cafeteria. And everyone stops and <laughs> they look at you and then you quickly pretend like it wasn't you at all and then you just... That sounds really personal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this sounds like one nothing I've ever heard of. Also, like, <laughs> I, when you say slam your foot on something, that makes me think of, like, hitting the side of your foot. Like, stomp is the so, like, word. Uh, yes, you stomp, stomp. the milk carton. I'm I sorry. Just, I didn't mean to. I can think of, all I think of is, like, you as a kid, like, grabbing your <laughs> knee to get leverage and, like, just swinging your foot like a club. <laughs> Had like a milk carton on the floor <laughs> making noise, and everyone looks over at you, and you're sitting on the linoleum with a disjointed, like leg. holding <laughs> on to your like knee, a... yeah. covered in milk spray, <laughs> and everyone's like, "What the hell is Noah like, doing?" Like and then you said, yeah, you "And then you said, guys, that was not me." <laughs> I was like, "Are you sure?" You say, "Did you guys hear that too?" <laughs> So, hey, Noah, do you know what time it is? What time is it, Steven? It's time to talk about death and taxes. Hi, guys. Welcome to Let's Talk About Death and Taxes, the only show hosted by me and two lawyers that is very anti-jazz. Um, my name is Noah Chrysler. I am not very well-versed in legal things, and therefore I ask these two legal professionals about the legal profession, um, and they share their knowledge with me. Guys, can you introduce yourselves? I am Steven Schreiber. I am a Gemini. I've been <laughs> practicing law for nine years. Um... I help people get their estates together and also make people laugh sometimes when I do it. My name is James Champlin. <laughs> it's fair. It's just that energy changed. It's very dull all I'm going to try to mix a different <laughs> fact about myself in every time. That sounds great. No, this is just I, I think part of my persona for this episode is that I'm going to be very mysterious. So I'm just going to say my name is James Champlin. <laughs> Don't ask any more and questions. He's and, and he's mysterious. Can we, can we say that you say, do have a law you, degree, though? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. All right. That, that is honestly the best thing I want to hear from a, my lawyer. <laughs> Are you a lawyer? Don't worry, don't about, worry it. about it. Just chill. Right. Um, so something you hear from a date. Okay, unrelated. Once aside, is that my friend and I, Melissa, we well, we were teachers. We read this book, this dating book, The Game, which is wildly misogynistic. Yeah. But it would it would be, there would be like insane I've chapters, never read but that. like pressure. We, we, we would do dramatic readings of it. Oh, I, I I have I the copy in my house now because it makes me laugh. But like, what's the guy's name? Many I, things I, uh, are like trust me or or the Mis or, or, Mysterio or the fuck yeah. I'll try his name. It's something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 again, I feel like I it's obligated. Obligatory? Wow. Obligatory. I forgot how to speak all of a sudden. So you've read that term, but you've never heard it. Yeah, that's exactly you're, right. You're okay. now trying it out on yeah. us. Uh, we'll do, I, we'll it's it's obligatory to mention that Ben Franklin, because I've said it every episode, Ben Franklin did say that the death and taxes are the only two things that are inevitable in life, and that's why we made a show about it, because, you know, if, if it's a problem that everybody's got to deal with, maybe we'll get some people to... Uh, sometimes you can get out of I taxes. thought this was you ramping up to our obligatory disclaimer. Oh, and that, that's this is legal entertainment and commentary and not legal advice and should not be construed as legal advice. We're not your lawyers unless you call us. You're not being us. very mysterious right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're not your lawyers unless you think maybe you want us to be. Exactly. But then, you know, that's the conversation. If you, if you want us to be your lawyer, call me. How does that work? You know, figure it out. I like that, James. That's How good. do you get a hold of us? Figure, figure it out. out. Google it's it. Not, it's, not too, <laughs> it's not too needy, right? Like, it's like, I'm cool. I don't need you. <laughs> what in kind of, in what? terms of the game, your frame is what kind really, of, really strong. What kind of cases do we do? No, we do, we do cases. Your cases yeah. for clients. Okay, I'm going to clarify those things because they're important, and this is a piece of sales material. Uh, you can give us a call 404-939-7562. We would love to represent you and get your estate planned so that you can die with confidence. Um, <laughs> is it, is it a cool fact? Yeah, whatever. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, if, if you like your kids and family, if you, if you don't, that's cool too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can also send us an email, info at modernestateplanning.com, or if you want your question featured on the show, you can email us at questions at let's talk about death and taxes uh, .com. Um, Yeah. Again, this is not legal advice. This is more legal entertainment. So don't take any of this advice and go act on it, which James just. Unless said. you read a game, follow that advice. Yeah. It's a hell of a book. We endorse the game. <laughs> oh, I don't uh, endorse the game. I endorse <laughs> reading the game. I do not. <laughs> if you, especially in dramatic readings at parties. Um, oh man, I fun. I was gonna share some thoughts, but I think that it's not in a the good. Future, maybe I'll bring it with me and I'll just read like a were you, passage. Were, wait, 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 wait. Were you gonna share some thoughts with us, and then you realized that we were both anti the game, and no, you no longer I, to share I your thoughts? Look, I think there's a lot of like obvious, like blatant misogyny in that type there's of There's a shit, subchapter right? oh, yeah. named like, Make the Host Say No. It is the worst right. thing ever No, written. and the whole, I mean, <laughs> <Wow>. I've, <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of that comes out of like, you know, like when people were like, like when like old pimps learned how to like really like run the prostitution ring. That's really where like it, a lot of I that shit. That like, I read a memoir of a pimp and it yep. was bonkers. Yep. No, that's the other like famous like pickup mm -hmm. book out yeah. there that like everybody's like, like obviously like super fucked up. But I do think that like, I don't know again oh god i feel like i'm on the losing side of this battle uh but like We're i went to college i went to oh, yes anti strongly anti-pimp you know don't, sex, anti, if you're gonna do anti-human trafficking if you're gonna do sex work it should be empowering and feminist mm -hmm. yeah um <laughs> that said i went to college with a bunch of dudes at a tech school where not very many people had a lot of confidence and those types of things even though they are dripping with gross awful horrible things i saw a lot of dudes like you know actually like take some strides and try to better themselves in order to like eventually attract a girl to like date them but that's and, like, not bettering yourself it's it's making yourself a weapon yeah, yeah. i find that women tend to want to date people who are who know but, things and but are i will not say disgusting. this if if somebody if there's someone out there who reads that <laughs> you got you got an endorsement and from is Jackson. a little misguided yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's cross those two thresholds and then you can work on yeah. everything else yeah yeah, yeah, like if, if it gets you the confidence to be like, oh, I can talk to people and, and they're not going to just run away, then fine, you use that, but you know, maybe just like not that book. Yeah, but yeah, like if, you, book. if you find yourself book, if you find yourself negging somebody and being like, those shoes look great, but not as good as they could look, like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's when like, yeah, you should run away. Don't people, don't yeah. manipulate people. You should read the book more as like, a, oh crap, I'm doing this, you better, I should stop. And Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a great point. I also if don't mean to... If you see yourself in the, in, the, in the game, you really need to question your life choices and who's influenced your interacting skills even in that book though in the end of the book the end of the book is about how he has a mental breakdown and how like hey this is obviously a flawed way to live your life oh, and like yeah, he goes yeah. to a mental hospital and like like gets help for like how he like the fucked up ways in which he views women and now he's like a very like pro like i think he's married and has like a Exactly, and he's like anti Wait, all of the shit what? that he did. Yeah, he's like a 180. Yeah, save for Tucker yes. Max and some other people, they turned super boring in their 30s. Wait, Tucker Max ended up boring? Yeah. I don't yeah. know who that is. Who's Tucker, that? Oh my god, Tucker Max is one of the great Duke Law alumni. Oh, yeah. oh that's right. He, he was Duke T Law. Tucker Max is so gross. He wrote the book I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell, yeah. which <laughs> they made a movie of it and it flopped. But the movie the, the book is so fucking gross. It's like it's, it's, it's like all of his gross frat boy exploits. Mm. But he like brags about having gone to Duke Law from New Jersey. Which Duke Law is in North Carolina. So he would just show up for the final exams, which was not an unusual strategy actually when I was in law school oh, there yeah. were definitely people when you saw at the final exam it's like have I, I didn't know you were taking this class yeah no I, I had that happen a couple times too yeah where it's like I didn't know you were in this class maybe wow. I, and yeah. for one of those classes I might be, have been in that person people were like oh I didn't recognize you were in here and I did yeah. pretty well in those classes professors you're better off not having heard them talk yeah you just learn the content on your own and walk in with the yeah. unadulterated knowledge and That's then get true. a better grade. Some professors are really bad at explaining stuff. But I wish itself was like a joke. Yeah. But I was in Alaska Law Review. And I was in Anchorage interviewing a lawyer, and she, we were talking about it. And she was like, "Oh, Tucker Max, he was my good friend. We were roommates." I'm like, "What? Stop! Screech! Stop! I mean, we're talking about Tucker Max. Forget the Alaska Law Review. Now it's <laughs> Tucker Max time." I was like, "I need to know everything you can cram in a Tucker what, what Max." What was talk. he? Well, I mean, why was he significant as a human? Um, I mean, he he had like an uh -huh. entertaining way of presenting yeah. things. Like he gotcha. was a good storyteller. Okay. A good storyteller. Um, about did he have like 
like a show? And it was, was like, a lot no, of like. I don't think he did. He had books. I feel like this was like a gotcha. I think he was a blogger. To start. Oh, he did have a blog. He had a blog that he turned into some his books. His blog is so gross. It might still yeah, be it up was there. Pretty gross. It was like. It was like a lot of like toxic masculinity. Yes, that's like, the word I would use. Yeah, those are the words. Yeah. It's. It's almost I couldn't describe any of the blog posts because it makes me secondhand embarrassed to describe it. Yeah, I don't want to describe any. I mean, I remember reading it and I remember being entertained and then I remember reflecting on it and being like, <laughs> "This is messed Ugh. up." Yeah, we were being the same. But, but 15, 15 years later, it's like I hope the website's still up in its original form because it's a nice artifact of like the the early mid internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mid internet. Let's shift gears God, to I what love, this I show is the, about. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Let's let's get this train back on the track. Well, I would say let's some estate questions from the old internet. That would be great. That sounds great. <laughs> I don't right. know how to get there. Usenet wants to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah Netscape. Let's go into Usenet. Um, <laughs> Law dot this dot news dot law. I did my will in my typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> Can I telegraph my, my will in? <laughs> Can I send it in Unicode? Yo. Can, can I telegraph it? Beep, 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 God, those are great beep, times. Beep, beep. I miss using it. Um, <clears throat> here we go. On a very different note. Reddit, I guess. This is a very new agey question. Here we go. Um, awesome. What happens? Also, this is great for all those like influencers out there who in 20 years are going to look back when these problems start becoming more apparent for everyone in the world. Um, what happens to ad revenues on YouTube when the creator dies? That is the their question. estate. It goes to their estate. Potentially. It's very it could go short. to <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends. I'm not sure what YouTube's terms are. That's I mean, a good point. Yeah, you could contract something else. But, but YouTube might have it. terms of regarding your death. YouTube might be like, now it's ours. But probably not. It's not. For it, the most part, right still uh, they go to your assigns or heirs or and theoretically YouTube may at some point have an option where you can assign like an actual beneficiary or someone who can that's actually cool. take over your account. And mm-hmm. For ad revenue things, I guess that's that's really between – if it's just an issue of checks flowing in the mail, then whoever your estate is would get the money. But if it's like yeah. a beneficiary or a signed issue or something contrary with YouTube, I guess it can get theoretically more murky. I feel like this is something where the answer is going to be buried somewhere in the, the terms of service. If a client yeah. came to me yeah. to ask about that, we would, un- we would make the unfortunate job of loading up the YouTube terms of service, and then we would do a find yeah. for death. I'm not going to read that wire to wire. No. We're just going to do a control but, F. And then, <laughs> so I think it's for your, for most of your users, it'll be in the terms of service, like mm-hmm. what's going to happen or some kind of framework. And then for like big producers that actually have like the the contracts or the other agreements, yeah. then you might get into something but a little bit is more a, defined. But that is an important question to note. If yeah. that is your source of income and your family or whatever depend on that, yeah, yeah. then you may want to talk to your attorney about that when planning it. Yeah. Um, so, so would that be the same thing for like you know television royalties? Like if like that's Jennifer more Anderson, clean. If Jennifer Aniston, if Jennifer been Gen- wow, whew, Jennifer Aniston passed away, uh, and would and her estate sh- would get that, get the royalties. Of yeah, that's a lot friends. legally cleaner. Cool. Partly because there's not just one company um, mm-hmm. doing that. And what if YouTube? I don't know. What if something happened or an ownership change or turn? It's, it's it's way more dynamic. Whereas those agreement, Jennifer Aniston would have particularly signed a negotiated contract with that company in all likelihood. Right. Yeah, it's something where like somebody is signing a contract, they're probably going to have an attorney with them or some other representative who's going to look through that contract versus YouTube, which, you know, for a lot of these influences, like, you know, a 15-year-old kid clicking accept and yeah. then turning on their webcam. I don't know anyone who will read – anyone who says they read the terms of service, I think they're a liar. Yep. One, And if they actually read it, I think they're boring. <laughs> like, I don't trust them. I don't trust that's them. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Even – you know, that's coming from a lawyer who's <laughs> – that's are the, hilarious. Maybe the most suspicious people of all, <laughs> the people have the time I to read the I, terms. I don't read it, and then I just assume that it's something nefarious. What would you do? Like, like, let's say you read the terms and you don't like them what, yeah. what, what are, are you gonna, gonna do, do? yeah not use, use the service it, or you have, or, 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 i would love to see someone print well, out I mean, the terms of agreement I, black I, market or red um, line it and then send it back to youtube's <laughs> council and try to yeah. haggle it out well i am um, i mean like i've i've had things come up where i ended up going back and looking through the terms of service for like different things that i'm doing and then seeing what their policy is and then i've stopped using those services really like, i've just I've like, oh, it's, it's really a good idea to stop um, um, when you're like oh, uh Chinese well government. i mean this isn't like an, like an online service but like like i quit riding megabus what's megabus on... that's a bus company. what make a bus i don't it's know like, man make a bus you don't know like, megabus yeah, no you get you like hop regional. on you go to no, it's like it's like, it, it's like it greyhound yeah. yeah it's like yeah okay so i used to i used to ride it i used to ride it from like illinois back to ohio for stuff because it was it was so cheap uh yeah 
Yeah. yeah, they were double decker buses. What? That sounds cool. And it was cool. and it was like and Wi Fi back when that was novel. Let's, yeah, it was cheap. Let's but, get yeah. back to um. I think the concept. Though, and it was less likely that a creepy person would sit next to you. <laughs> Slightly less likely. Extraordinarily likely. likely. <laughs> As I wrote Peter Pan buses in New England, which might have been the grossest buses I've ever been on in my life. Spring, Massachusetts wins the worst bus station in America. I think above Port Authority. As, I've never heard of it. As we, you're not missing anything. As we continue <laughs> to, you know, uh, get. Dive on oh, yeah. into the future, but, oh, but, but this, this hold on. So, yeah. so as we as we continue to yeah. progress into the future, and like being a content creator becomes more of like a refined, like or like a real, uh, you know, um, a job. Thank you. That's a what business. I, this is really in the back of my house trying to fish for that. No, a career is what I'm oh, saying. Career. Right? career, like it, you know, becomes this validated thing. I think this is a problem that more and more people are going to have to like solve. Right? Like, hey, yeah. I I've created all of these videos, um, or you know, I have my, even like an Instagram. Right? What if twelve like, people watch this podcast after I die and I get money? from it right like where are those royalties gonna go and, it, and so the answer though is to, it, it generally oh, they're gonna say to you which would make me laugh be nice. <laughs> like, can I have oh, a scene? Yeah, I know the yeah. answer goes to me um, like, cool okay but so it goes to the estate um, another question if you get a check from somebody um, if you if you find a check okay let's say uh, a check comes <laughs> in getting murky you find a check I, I, I find found a check. my friend found a check let's say James is YouTube famous unfortunately James passes I'm sorry that's James that's too bad in what this, did I get YouTube famous for what was I doing uh, 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 you make opening toys you make mallards you construct mallards oh. out of wood that's what you do. Oh, do I carve it or you, do I build it up? You you do, do you do. use your woodworking knowledge it's like a to from create. Am I exactly like okay? You make, make the okay. chairs or the mallards or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You make right. tons and tons of mallards, and you're the mallard guy. And when I'm doing the woodworking video, do I have like annoying background music and like do I no. narrate the whole is thing it no. or is it just like a, you, a nice it's like, ASMR? It's minimalist almost. commentary, so it's mostly oh, silence God. with just like woodworking ASMR noises, but then also like you do. You died in a tragic wood making accident that became your most popular YouTube video. Was I on YouTube? Was I on YouTube live? Yes, it happened. It was yeah. really tragic, but okay. the sounds were somewhat comforting, though. Yeah, you're, you're, you were really okay. quiet about it. As your carotid was severed, <laughs> yeah. it made a really nice gushing noise. Sorry, this is really dark. No, no. But, but all the ad revenue, people were like... People were like, that was your most popular video, and then it led all his other videos. So, James <laughs> is gone. Is so they go into my back catalog. We, <laughs> yeah. we yeah. are, some for some strange reason, we get his check. It's, it's mailed to the office. I'm your state office. attorney. Because, There's a check that yeah. comes in. Uh, with James's name on it for let's say ten grand, can we deposit that in the estate? It would be part of the estate, so I'll just take it and give it to the executor and put it in the estate bank account. Okay, yeah. So, so you can cash a check if somebody's gone. You can sign. Oh the yeah, back their estate would. So if yeah. they had a will, for example, the beneficiary, the money would ultimately go to beneficiaries of the will, or if there was like whoever the heirs were, if there was an administration. Well, eventually, it would go through the estate. The check would go into the account and then be distributed according to the terms of the estate. Gotcha. So, and that's ongoing. It's not something that is a one and done. It's like it's no, ongoing. Checks, you can leave the estate open for as long as you want. Like Michael Jackson's estate might be open forever because long, every time someone clicks that Spotify thing. Or, yeah. Let's say the like, less shady example. Prince. Prince's estate will stay open every time he gets a residual when you mm-hmm. click a purple rain or something. Yeah. It go that little thing goes to his estate and the estate just keeps issuing out checks. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like I think some people's depressingly their estates are worth more after they die. Yeah. Like even like people mm-hmm. when I remember die like Whitney Houston or people have like these spikes in their popularity, then it makes a lot of revenue for their estates that then yep. have to get and go to their heirs. So yeah, or so there you go. So your your kids and your kids' kids will consistently cash in on all that mallard money. <laughs> well, at least your poor wife will have something to comfort the pain. <laughs> all the mallards I've made. <laughs> yeah, all the mallards and the blood check. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what a great clip. Oh, man. I'm sorry to watch that one on Facebook. Honestly, if you, if you get into mallards, I will totally buy like a mallard for the I thing. would take one mallard. I'll like, make you guys mallards. What oh, kind of my God. Down? Maple? I don't know. What's don't a good know. mallard wood? What pine's the cheapest wood, right? Make me that. Pine is cheap. Yep. <laughs> I don't want cheap. I want a quality mallard. I don't know about you. Oh, oh, you know what? Oh, I've actually got oh, mahogany. I want ooh, like a. I may have thrown it away. What threw what away? I had like a nice piece of scrap, six inch by six inch pine. Like it was like a big, big piece. Cool. And I could have carved that, but I think oh, I threw it away. That sounds so I would have cool. done a chainsaw carving for you. Oh, that's, that'd be cool. You can do chainsaw carvings? Would, How come this has never okay, come one, up on the show? One, if you made it, you could record. Well, that would be this YouTube this has never content. come up because I've never tried chainsaw carving. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, this but is like, YouTube. I guess you're right. I know I it's, anybody it, can make it's a chainsaw. A, it's carving. a thing, yeah. and I have a chainsaw, and you're I'm willing chainsaw, to try. You're a piece of wood, so it lends yeah. itself to chainsaw. I could, carving. I could try. Can we record cool. this? In your, in your workshop, to set up your phone, record this. We need more content for our social media. No, you just want to catch the one where I bleed out. <laughs> Okay, get all that. You sweet. have to record Mal- all yeah. of it because one, the chainsaw company could have made some sort of light, could have made a defective chainsaw. And we need well, that. Well, actually, I use uh, I use an electric chainsaw, so it's gotcha. actually safer because when you when you release it, it stops like almost oh, right away. That's good. Do you want, you, it's less likely you'll kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. It's great. My professional opinion. You'll come is up with at least nine fingers. Mm-hmm. As a marketing professional, if you made a YouTube channel called like Champlin's Mallards and like you just uploaded Mallard videos all the time, it made an Etsy store. Up. That would be. I think you'd blow up really quick. I've actually don't give my ideas. I need a I need I need a associate. Like Stephen, I'm leaving to go make mallards. I'm really gonna take go. that one. I gotta, actually I gotta, kind of gotta hurt my feelings. I gotta I gotta <laughs> take this mallard gig full time. I mean, hit the road. No, it was right because a lot of basic, the mallard money. A, a lot of yep. basic housewives were spending like a thousand dollars on your mallards. A, a, and you paint them. Okay. And you can make the mallards like twenty minutes. You paint a, them. You name them. You make little personalities <gasps> and backstories a, for each one. This is Larry the mallard. He's an accountant. Honestly, I would work for your mallard company. <laughs> like yeah. in this world of mallard chains. All yeah. right. But anyway, um, how do you tax? I'm going to restart. Taxidermy? Because could, I could also do taxidermy. <laughs> Dude, bad taxidermy is really easy. I, <laughs> like, yeah. I haven't worn my contacts in a while, and they're like dry, and it's tough to read things. And I also, this show is mainly a dive into Noah forgetting how to read the English language. So enjoy that. Okay. I'm so glad Growing has to read. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can read if you want. Oh, no, fuck that. So it's called (laughs) Let's Talk About Death and Taxes, subtitle, Noah Can't Really Read Good. (laughs) Noah's descent into not understanding English. (laughs) It's like Zooland. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Kids who can't read good. Cool. That's a great movie. You good? Yeah, I was going to make sure no fires had burned. Gotcha. I'm sorry. I I think we're good. Okay. Um. Give me a countdown whenever you're ready. Three. Two. Um, you know it's going to be good. Uh, oh, wait. She's. Oh, yes. But I was 607. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Um, how do you tactfully ask someone to be included in their will? Wait a minute. To, to leave them shit? Like, yeah. You don't have to ask me at all. Before the hey, man. Like they actually ask their permission to leave them things. Here's a really good example. Steven. Am I in your will? No. Steven? I would like to be. Stephen, am okay I with in you. your will? <laughs> no, but maybe. But now you said it, I'll throw in like five for you. Thank <laughs> you. Like, like a crisp five dollar yeah, bill. Like thank five. you, thank you, Stephen. I appreciate I'll start Lance to like, your I'll put, understanding. I'll, put the, I'll clip the five dollar. I'll clip two five dollar bills to my <laughs> will and trust, just so okay. he doesn't have to go to the bank and, to get and it. And we'll go ahead and uh, execute a codicil. And then, like, but don't spend it because I could change my mind. Oh, anytime before I die, I can change my mind. So okay. stay on my good gotcha. side. Just five dollars on the line. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That is how you tactfully ask to be included in a will. Oh wait, huh. ta- how to ask to be included? Yeah. Oh, I misheard. I thought it was how to include someone. I was like, oh, it's easy. No, no. no how no. to ask to be included? So yeah, it's it's less about legal stuff, more about like personal. Oh, there, also, there personal isn't really a tactful way to do that. I think because I like to ask with no back when you no background when you're asking someone to be in your will. Not only you're you're implying like one. I hope I survive you. <laughs> I plan to outlive you. And two, so. and two, when you finally die, I would like some of your things. <laughs> that's on your stuff. That's a tough conversation to and spin appropriately. I yeah. do think if there's like a specific like heirloom that you think is really cool, yeah. I think the most you can do is make how much you appreciate that heirloom known, okay. but it's still gonna be a little. You have gauche. to lay that foundation. <laughs> like even yeah. my parents, I'm not gonna be like, "Hey, hey guys, so like, yeah. make sure I'm in there." Okay. Once yeah. you're in there, it's like, yeah. if nah. if I burned the bridges with my parents to them, dear mom, dear dad, if you're listening to this podcast, please cut me in. <laughs> if I'm not, like, I think like, I think that's a really yeah. good angle though. Of yeah. like, hey, like I really really appreciate this thing that is important to you mm-hmm. because it's important to you it's important to me therefore i would really really like to make sure I that i really like, want to know what this relationship is maybe it's a grandma right like oh, hey grandma remember it's a lot easier to I make know. that request yeah. if it's like your girlfriend or something or you're like your rich ra- girlfriend yeah <laughs> or you're like whatever frankly weirder i think it's almost a situation where 
It's icky. It's icky. I, I think it's something where, like, if you really want something out of someone's estate, like, because, okay, so for me, if we're just talking money, there's no tactful way to ask to be included right. in someone's will or to, like, ask their family after they're gone for some money. But, like, as far as, like, something that means a lot to you, it almost is, like, and that's just talk to the sense. family afterwards. Yeah. Because, yeah, but... like, there's just no tactful way to really get it. Once there. you've laid it out there, or not laid out there, once you've, like, hinted or have a relationship with this person, that's about all you can do. If yeah. relationship's not that strong, I, I, like, I like don't know. A will is or just steal, so personal. Or, or the other plan is with a discreet object, just make plans to steal it. <laughs> just, Again, uh, legal entertainment legal commentary advice. and not advice. If it's like a small object, you just like keep your eye on it. Just put like a little like a like a stick like a post note on underneath it. This belongs to Sheila or Property something. Of um, or <laughs> yeah. a really good idea would also be if if like the person is ill, you you offer to buy it from them. And oh, then that's you nice. you transact it, and then you just don't. Oh yeah, pay yeah, them. you can yeah you can buy it, and then you don't pay them, and they're like, hey, where's the money? And then you just, you just keep putting it off until they die. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I think right, that is like, about equal oh as god. far as like that's post awful. post date the yeah, check. I think, can you can you cash <laughs> yeah. the check in a month? <laughs> yeah. It's like I have two weeks. That's <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Well, cause, I mean, if we're imagining like a nice way to say when you die, give me your stuff, we might as well <laughs> contemplate. Just doing yeah. stuff like that. Give me stuff now, You're, and I'll never pay you. Exactly. I'll pay you. What is it like? I'll pay you Tuesday for a cheeseburger today. Is that the old Popeye? I don't. I've never cartoons? heard. Is that an no, idiot? Nobody. Oh. It is. It's a. It's like a quote. They, a bird in a hand is worth two cheeseburgers on Tuesday. <laughs> that, <laughs> you don't got to be a dick about it. <laughs> that's that's not plausible. <laughs> um, but yeah. But anyway, okay. Asking people. Yeah, yeah. That, that Probably never a good. So much in evidence. No, there's. There's so much behind that that we yeah. don't know. I wish there was a story because that question is like so open-handed. I, I can speculate and it's fun to speculate about what who they are and what they want. Yeah. Give me give – me, all right, let's all take an angle of like this would be appropriate, right? I'll go like first. your parents okay. and you're like, hey, mom, I really want this piece of art. Yeah. In yeah. particular, we're gonna like we're gonna improvise a little bit here. Uh, that's a good that's a good example. Yes, and <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, I'll go first, right? But just your the the concept is you're going to make a convincing case that doesn't paint you as an ethically terrible person, uh, and you're talking to someone trying to convince them to write you into their will. Sound good? Here we go. I'm gonna go first. Um, hey, uh, grandma. Let's assume it's my grandma. Uh, hey, grandma, I've been trying to start this business for a very long time. I love you so much. You're the best, and I know you've always supported me. I need half a million dollars for this business to really take off. And, like, I love you so much. You know I love you. You're the best. Uh, How do you think this is going? <laughs> this, feels like, this feels like potential undue influence yeah. duress. No, 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 no. We're just going to cut you there. You're no, probably asking grandma for a loan. Okay. It does doing a business uh -huh. transaction okay, where you right. actually pay grandma okay. back. I failed. Anybody else want to take a swing at this? <laughs> there's probably there's nothing. So as, as I a think, probate I lawyer, think we have to avoid any because typically asking someone for, to be in the estate plan, if they're older or a vulnerable person, yeah. creates the layout of already the successful objection to the will. Okay. Okay, so that's bad. That would that it's, would be an objected will, and I actually if she wrote to, the will, well, I wouldn't well, get much money. It's not inherently bad, but it make it raises red flags. Yeah, um, especially the closer you are with them, I incidentally, the more it creates an impression of undue influence. Mm -hmm. um, your best case scenario is actually being at a distance from that person and straight up balls, whatever, being brazenly and just be like, "Can I be included in your will?" It, it, it will land like a brick. But, <laughs> Lead balloon. But it's technically the most appropriate way to do it legally to support the will. Okay. So my – so as an example, so yeah. uh, growing up in our living room was an old Edison, like, phonograph. Cool. And it's this, like, really cool cabinet piece, and it was always there in the living room. My little brother loves it. Mm -hmm. So he actually, like – brought up to my mom he's like hey i really like that edison you know I, I know you're using it but you know eventually if you're not using it or if you decide you don't want it um let me know does it happy work to take does it, it is it like a i have never heard it play that's so cool um yeah. we always had it um next to the door as like a like a showpiece like like, yeah. <laughs> like mail on it um but you know but it looked really cool, cool. so so what he what he did 
is and and this wasn't him trying to tell her mom leave it to me in the will yeah um but it was more just like hey if, if you're ever looking to get rid of that and you're not sure what you want to do with it like I, i'll take it yeah it's a lot, oh, that's yeah. Nice. That's yeah. A, yeah. so so she's gonna leave that to him that's in the will when you're and i'm already gonna contest in it. the will in a sense like you're already <laughs> like someone like if you're already their child or you have the relationship with them yeah. then it makes easier to yeah. Okay. This is this is one example where I can imagine being asked in is if if they actually are like your parent and you have like a falling out, mm-hmm. and you got initially excluded from a prior will and you made some sort of reconciliation, and entirely symbolically it's like, hey, I would like to be in your will again or something like that. Maybe yeah. that would be something. Ooh, and then you could be like, even if it's only for like ten. Exactly. Bucks, I just want to be like remember. Yeah. I just want to be part of your family. Again. Yeah. 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 And right. then, because you're being so nice, they're gonna just like cut you in fat, full share, full share. yeah. Boom. Get your full quarter third, yeah. yeah. But, but I love it. If we're already in the will, it's easier to make a particular grab. Like honestly, my parents, they're 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 dumping stuff on me, and they used to dump stuff on me anyway. They'd probably be happy to get rid of any crap in their house. They're like, yeah, yeah. can I get this piece? Of, or I was like, better yet, I'll top you. You can take this and an old couch. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you can have the phonograph once you take all these boxes of your shit out of my basement. Exactly. <laughs> my parents, my stuff's in a pod somewhere. Yeah. I yep. love that. Um, <clears throat> do you guys hear that? Honestly, if you asked me to be my will, I would probably give you more stuff. Hold on. Steven, do you hear that? That copyright music. Harry Potter That is the sound of copyrighted music that we cannot use because our next question comes from the wonderful I can't afford to license that. We really cannot. It's probably a couple million. Um, comes from the wonderful wizarding world of Harry Potter. In Harry Potter, the titular character, Harry Potter, Oh. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> he uh, uh, names uh, exactly on point. In I believe the first. Do you movie, think they named the book after him, or do you think they named him after the book? <laughs> <laughs> the, the the look of sincerity really is helps out like this and drive it go. Um, in the book Harry Potter, Harry discovers, hey yo, I'm a wizard. But later on, he discovers that uh, more than a wizard, he's also rich AF. So um, he discovers he's a wizard, then rich, and then he discovers girls. Uh, in that order? Yeah, okay. yeah, with Cho Chang, mm. right? Oh, yeah. See, I didn't like that bit. Like, I, I never read or so watched Harry Potter You movie. never God, read you Harry said, Potter? I didn't like that bit. I thought you were about to say, I didn't like that bit. <laughs> oh, no! And I was going to say, one, like, whoa, no, no. Wow. two, like, one, she's a people. fictional child. <laughs> two, she's a wizard. She could come after you, <laughs> so be careful. She's a, yeah. She's no, a I, so you didn't like that bit? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, it was a little shoehorned yeah <laughs> the offense with the fiction <laughs> child okay it's not real so just a little bit of background about harry potter's inheritance i just thought it'd be an interesting thing to talk about um cool how, how did harry potter have such a large inheritance i thought this was a little fun little factoid so take this to your next dinner party guys here we go um, a guy look forward <laughs> to having dinner outside of coat right? right um harry potter author jk rowling answered this question on pottermore in short the potter's family's vast amount of gold is due to harry's paternal ancestors being credited with the invention of several popular crucial potions used by the wizarding world including Pepper Up Potion, which is a cure for the common cold, except it makes your ears blow out steam. Um, Trade-offs. grow, which is used, I believe, in like the third movie, where he regrows his bones with the skeleton oh, yeah. juice stuff. Um, and this is called Sleekeasy's Hair Potion, uh, which makes your hair nice and supple. I think it's, it's Sleekeasy. That's probably what it is. Not Sleekeasy. That sounds like a 70s yeah, hair product. It, like it sounds like right next to the Jerry you curl. You made it sound like sleazy <laughs> instead of sleek. Yeah. Um, but easy. And running a massively successful potions business. This resulted in a steady stream of gold um, in galleons in both royalties and profits they, from the Potter family. So all their money was in gold? Um, it's in galleons, which is gold wizard pieces. Currency. Yeah, isn't that the, I thought that was Spanish so currency. So wizard... Uh, yeah, it is. There's okay. nuts and... Or the, the, the pirate uh, galleons. Yeah, so wizarding currency is divided into three main coinages. So there's mm-hmm. a large gold coin... And there's like a medium silver and, then and a small like, bronze. But they use gold. Yeah. But they use gold. It's Galleons like Olympic metals, it's, but also it's like, different sizes. But it's like old. Yeah. It's like old style gold back currency. Yeah. It's like yeah. They, they, yeah. they haven't floated their currency yet. Well, and it's and I think it's magic. 
as well because otherwise they could just like duplicate it. Duplicate yeah, it you can't duplicate. In district economics podcast, yeah. I can make so many jokes right now. Yeah, but I have nothing. How have we nothing need to go back to the gold standard? standard. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a nerd, but I'm not an economics podcast nerd. No, I am. No gold Dude, standard. There's so jokes. many Planet Money, oh, uh, economics. I don't care about any. Oh, they're of it. so good. You should. So I good. love that there was a time when American issue were heated about it. I have a but, question. Okay, but it's like all gold. That's why I have a question. So. Pretty much in the movie, I don't know if this is fully, fully, fully factual, but I'm pretty sure he walks into a bank. It's a book about a wizard. None of it's factual. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, factual, factual to factual. the fictional world. He walks into a bank with, I believe, like Hagrid, and like they just walk into the bank, and they're like, hey, this is Harry Potter, who is the son of Lily and James Potter, who died, and they had a big, fat bank account in this vault and then the banker dude who's like a little elf he's like great right this way and he takes him to a big old room filled with gold coins how old is harry in this case uh, he's like 13 uh, yeah i think he's like 10 yeah yeah so they said a child no he's like of... eight because uh how long are you at hogwarts no you you get the letter when you're 10 so he's 10 years okay old. he's 10 he's 10 years old he is so 10. this is definitely not georgia <laughs> <laughs> so my question is you know is that how the process works no no. no. So no, no. what 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 would Harry's uh what would that process look like so if Harry used the proper hopefully judicial Harry's system? Hopefully Harry's parents you set up a trust for him with a so typically under a general rule I think every state that anyone under 18 typically does not get full access to money because they don't have the right to contract. So a lot of times in Georgia if there's no structure set up in a will or a trust like that the court would appoint a conservator um to monitor the child's assets until they turned 18 and then they get the whole thing okay um so maybe dumbledore is the conservator perhaps i don't know um hagrid it could it, be a trustee or conservator. Been, the bank could uh, be the trustee serious black may have been the conservator prior to his incarceration gotcha because he was harry's godfather mm-hmm Nice, James. I know. It's really solid. But if the bank's letting him see it, I mean, the bank probably, oh, God. I'm going to assume this bank is operating within traditional fiduciary law. Maybe the parents set up a trust and appointed the bank as a trustee. Okay. And they're just showing him his stuff. I mean, in reality, the bank is run by vaguely anti-Semitic. Yep. Uh, what are they? like? They're like elves or uh, goblins not elves, or something. Goblins? Yeah, yeah something they're like goblins. That. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, lot they, of, there's a lot of tropes going on. Yeah, I can't believe that a woman who's transphobic is also wrote anti-Semitic <laughs> characters. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, well, but isn't there also something? These are the big monkeys um, in Harry Potter. The, the vaults are, aren't some of the vaults like keyed to individuals. Like they'll only open for certain people. Yeah. So, so, so there's like a that. magic way of proving that you're Harry Potter. So oh, okay. Of, That's so probably what it is. Yeah. You're right. Also, also, um, uh, another thing too, because the question is, you know, if you could just like walk up and be like, "Hey, uh, it's me, Harry Potter," mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Is it? You must be Harry Potter." Uh, he has a very distinctive scar. Yeah. So hold on. So yeah, that's a great point. Let's say I'm very famous for having a big like Gorbachev on my face. Sure. Um, <laughs> well, I don't yeah. know why that yeah. came. You're a real Gorbachev. Go ahead. Came to mind. Let's say I'm yeah. world famous, right? <laughs> Everyone knows me for my distinctive facial uh, marking. Um, is that like enough proof to a court that like you know like hey this is actually the guy who he says he is? We have like, DNA tests now. Okay. <laughs> DNA is easier. Okay. Or I guess is it proof to the bank? Would the bank take that on face value like, no. oh okay. he is who he says he okay. is so typically banks don't like to be sued and letting <laughs> someone in your bank on a hunt and letting them walk out with like an armful of gold it's probably a no-no seems like you, a bad... usually what you're gonna wind up having to do is you're gonna have to wind up pulling things like birth certificates and other public documents they want a to... court order ideally gotcha. yeah if like it, a trust, yeah it's gonna have to go to the fun. court and then for the court to do it they're gonna want to see things like birth certificates social gotcha. security stuff yeah but i would i would hope that i, I it's being optimistic that Harry's parents have a trust. It could be a dynasty trust. So that's my next question. Because it could have been way up the line to set up a trust, and his parents were just mere beneficiaries as well, and they're all just doing income from it. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I hope they were good. Well, I, I imagine the trust. Great as a world gets perpetuities thing we're kidding towards, but they worked around. They have a wait and see role in this so weird place. My next question. <laughs> Although I, I do think it should be said, you know, I, I bet I bet like a chapter about like, you know, then then Harry checked in with like the local government to find mm-hmm. his social security card. Upon, and like, upon, <laughs> upon a trip to the court of normal <laughs> or sorry, court of ordinary. Yeah. Oh, God, I love because it's, it's in it. England. 
Yeah, but some, so some states have like courts are ordinary too. School. And some states have like surrogates court and orphans court yeah. and yeah. Ordin- court. So what I'm of, saying is oh, Harry Potter would crush it in orphans Georgia, court. The Georgia, before the, the <laughs> 70s or 80s, the Georgia pro- probate courts in Georgia used to be called courts of the ordinary. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Um, it's we'll the, talk about it's, it. It means the exact point. same thing as probate does. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm just saying that I don't think that chapter would have been very interesting. It's not a surprise to me that it didn't make it into the book. What if what if the judge's gavel floats on its own? That'd be cool. <laughs> and he waits wait, three wait, weeks. Wait, are you telling me that Harry Potter does not have legal drama in it, <laughs> or more? Well, I mean, more, it does. Or more tellingly, legal. Um, There's a boring, jailbreak. Does that count? Yeah. yeah, but boring legal stuff like no, the like trans like writing. Fidu- writing fiduciary law. No one Honestly, wants to... there's a lot of like it's, Harry uh, Potter is actually a very deep. Well, uh, I can't. I think is this one of your questions with the house? Um, yeah, and that's okay. that comes later. Okay. Um, before we get there, let's say Lily and James Potter walk into your office, Stephen, and they say, "Hey, you know, we're 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 having a big fight with the guy called the Dark Lord, who's like really famous for murdering a lot of folks." And so, like, does. we really need to figure this stuff out. Help us make a estate plan. Um, they have again. They have the, somebody on Reddit estimated that it's like about two million dollars in like gold in this bank. Um, I think they also own like a house, but I don't really know. That's it's it. Easy. Yeah, it's not that much. You would think they'd have more. Yeah, I know. Business. Yeah. They they they, had, they cured the cold. Well, no, no, they have two million cash. Oh, right. they, they have two million. They have other liquid. assets. Yeah. Okay. Actually, no. Like that's like the family estate. Like the, the Potters themselves they didn't actually. They're not responsible the, for it. The I mean, if they would give me two. If I had two million, I'd be happy. But nonetheless, it's it's. it's 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 like a really distant relative of Harry's that like ran the okay. potions business. Okay. Same like they, Longhorn potion something. They come something. in. Like, they're like yeah. we have a, we have two million in gold all yeah. sitting in a room yeah. in a bank. Yeah. So oh. so what do you set up for them as an estate trust. planning attorney? Okay. Yeah. Um, and depending on how we want to set it up, so either, either yeah, we set up a trust typically. Um, the idea would be is to figure out how to successfully transition it if you both die in a fight with the dark we say a dark knight dark lord dark lord the dark knight no, batman's, Bat- batman's not involved <laughs> batman's actually pretty pro orphan so he'd be on harry's side but like but the goal is to make sure they have a responsible fiduciary and in this case i would probably still stick with appointing a um corporate fiduciary like in the bank so they have a cold banker who makes cold-hearted decisions like about your money, which is exactly what a kid should have. Yeah. Um. Someone should be like, I mean, the goal is to give them the same mm, lifestyle, but like no. when a kid comes out, it's like, I want to go buy a Ferrari. No. That's you. You. you I want a cold-hearted trustee for my clients who will say, "That's stupid." Here's yeah. a 1985 Nissan Sentra. I, <laughs> James disagrees. I am. Not, if someone's telling me, family we're in a trustees fight are the worst. Against in a fight. he who must not be named. I'm not going to say, well, yeah, let's just show up with a, a wizard and corporate fiduciary because oh. the Death Eaters actually infiltrated the Ministry of Magic and a lot of <laughs> other large magic corporations. So for me, if, if we're fighting what amounts to a guerrilla war against a well-established, powerful entity, I want an individual that I trust deeply to be the trustee for my child. Yeah. So I would choose Dumbledore. Yep. Um, I, I might go with Hagrid, but I think he's a little simple. He's too soft. That's exactly he's, what I was going to say. Uh, it, not only he's too soft, he's a little too simple. I think Dumbledore, though. Plus, Dumbledore's like, what, like 600 years old? Like, I don't know. He knows what's going on. Yeah. But I would just think. I'm a little horrified <laughs> actually, that I'm all thinking this of just happened. I'm yeah. so impressed. And that was awesome. Yeah. Dumbledore's also knocking on me. But no, I think I think that Harry comes on his like 13th birthday to Hagrid, and he's like, hey, Hagrid, I want the new Firebolt, but I want 20 of them for the whole Quidditch team. Hagrid's yeah. a soft and he'll be like, okay, sounds great. And he'll pay that. When is in- Dumbledore? I don't know anything about these people. Yeah. Honestly, if they're like Dumbledore, is like, fine, Dumbledore. Is Dumbledore trustworthy? <laughs> would you trust Dumbledore with your yeah. money? Yeah. <laughs> I would trust Dumbledore with anything, man. Dumbledore's a G. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay, great. So make a trust. F- set up a, fid- uh, a I'm sorry, Have you a, fiduciary. a fiduciary. And that's a trustee in this case. A person who's responsible if uh, they are hopefully they will eventually die I think yeah. the wizards and say then, that they live forever uh, no they don't live forever okay they, when they, they eventually live, they die they for a long time but they don't live forever unless you've um, put your soul in the but they'll part. do all those other things <laughs> but they'll also name guardians for yeah. Harry Potter upon their insane death yeah, um, but you would also want the fiduciary to have the power to make decisions about the family business as well so that way it can continue to operate and you may stay healthy you, while you, Harry goes up gotcha. um, 
bifurcate that you may have separate management for the business and for the trust just to yeah. clarify the business i think does not longer i mean the business was from a d distant relative and just the fortune exists i think or like the well, fortune you better you better have your fiduciary is good at investing it because that two million dollars not gonna go that you long. have to make it stretch yeah guy hates saying that's such a douchey thing to say when people come and it's like i have a million dollars and like you could literally burn a million dollars if your kid's like an infant yeah. By by the time you turn eighteen. It's not even like yeah. cynical, but you just need yeah, to be stuff's expensive. Savvy. Stuff is expensive. As and inflation is real. And you need to make sure your trustee can invest it and recap mm -hmm. recapture the growth as opposed and what happens in Georgia with a court appointed concerns that they're not allowed to invest in anything more dramatic like a money market account and that might be if the court's feeling liberal with it later in the book series harry potter writes a twenty five thousand dollar check to fred and george weasley who open up he's this, not like, legally allowed to write a check well i don't know if he writes a check but he gives them like twenty five thousand dollars in galleons like to like in our world a minor shouldn't be shouldn't writing checks write a check. i mean no. theoretically they could but it might be avoidable agreement yeah so in in that situation harry would have to bring the investment opportunity to the attention of his trustee yeah Yes. Of the trustee who could then make that distribution. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. What is the what is the shop again? It's like a shop. It's like Unless a trick trust shop. For some it's reason. like a, it's a joke and prank shop. Exactly. Like a magical prank shop. Okay. Yeah. And they sell like and they crush it. Yeah. They do crush oh. it. And then yeah. he gets his ear ripped off. It's not good. Yeah. Um. The other one dies. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Cool. Um. Later in the series. Spoiler alert for Harry Potter. Go he read dies. the book. No. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, technically, he yes, dies. he does. Actually, yeah. Technically, oh. he dies, but he's brought back. Yeah. Oh well, through, it's actually uh, major spoiler through the ever. magic of mother's love. Yeah, that also I didn't like that. I thought that was such a stupid plot point. Anyway, I think you. Might, I don't. I've not read it, but I, I'm now way less likely to read it. Yeah, with like a deus ex machina at the end, like that. Mm. Um, yeah, I hated that. Like the, the end doesn't make any sense. It's like oh, suddenly magic. And I guess it's I, I a guess, actually, protective yeah. spell that was placed on him by his mother, who gave up her own life in order to make the most protective spell. Because she knew the Dark Lord was going to be coming for him. Yeah, because he's a Horcrux or whatever. Okay, yeah. sorry, you have to question. Um, you're fine. Um, <laughs> oh wait, no, like wait, never mind. Okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> Oscar. Start the clip here. <laughs> um, okay, cool. To get back uh, to the thing, um, later in the series, spoiler, major spoiler for Harry Potter, Sirius Black gets hit with a big old bolt of energy blasts, and he goes, yes. no, he's, murked. He gets murked hard. Um, he owns a house, right? He's he's Harry's godfather. In his will, he wills the house to Harry Potter. Um, Harry Potter decides, hey man, I don't want my dead godfather's house because it's like been used for some bad stuff and some bad mm -hmm. juju, and he doesn't really want to have it, right? He lets um, the Order of the Phoenix, which is like the uh, superhero team of wizards that is trying to defeat the Dark Lord, they he's like, yeah, use it as a clubhouse. But after that's done, I don't really want the house. So my question is. Um, if someone is willed something like a property or a home um, and they do not want to have it, what legally happens to the property? So, oh, it, you can renounce an inheritance um, under mm -hmm. Georgia law in particular. And some reason there's very particular reasons people might renounce as generally. So there's actually limitations on renunciation time-wise as far as like, like if you owe a tax bill, for example, you have to renounce within a narrow amount of time so the government doesn't try to use the inheritance to pay the tax bill uh, or, or random stuff like that. But barring all those kind of things, you just don't want the property. Mm -hmm. um, you can renounce your inheritance and then it would go as if you had predeceased the person who actually died. Okay, so, so it goes to your heirs. It would go to their... Oh, well, go, uh, the will said if that person will survive me, then it goes to this new person, then it would go to that person. Gotcha. Right. So if, like, if the will says... You know, I'm giving my house to my godson Harry. Um, if he should predecease me, it would go to his heirs. Yeah. Then it would go to his heirs. Gotcha. But I could also say I'm going to give it to my godson Harry. If he should predecease me, I give it to my house elf creature. Then Next Harry could renounce it, and it would go to creature the house elf. Yes. James, you're a badass. And because the house presumably has some clothing in it, yeah. creature would then become a free elf. Yes. So there's two uh, alternatively. <laughs> just like yes, this this yes, like great. a ridiculous premise that, if, from a book that now, I've never and, heard. And if, if, if there was no, uh, you know, if you didn't have any heirs, there's no alternative to go say, to. Yeah. It would go into the residue of the estate. Yeah, you could either. Yeah, an alternative to renouncing is some people often accept it. And then gift it or sell it or whatever if you don't really want it. Right. But realistically, the most cynical people I could, most cynical advice I could tell someone if they're going to get rid of it is to 
accept the donate, accept the house, then donate to charity and accept a tax write off. Yeah. It's a good good mm. strategy. If there was a five hundred one C three for these weirdos, then I would um recommend that he fund it for that. Yeah. Right. Um cool. Well great. That wraps up our Harry Potter discussion. Thank you. Thank God for your insight. <laughs> Thank like, God. I love Harry Potter. Come on, Steven. It's good. It's good good book. Yeah, just embrace right. it, man. We've got um, if J.K. Rowling were a terrible person, I would be way more likely to start it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, she's I'm kind of burning a lot of bridges. This yeah. is one of those, like, I think this, for a lot of people, this is, like, a very big, like, how do you separate art from artist situation? Mm -hmm. And, like, how far can you go? Mm -hmm. Yes. I think for people that were not into Harry Potter, they're totally writing it off. But for so many people, like, that was their childhood. Yeah. And, like, like there are a lot of trans people out there where yes. like harry potter made them feel okay about who they are and now they're just like oh no oh no yeah. yikes yeah. yeah it's like liking the cosby show or in michael jackson's music now it's troubling mm -hmm. no harry children potter. like Woody, no no children grew up on woody allen movies so i think it's fine but like <laughs> harry potter is actually my age like the character was born the same year i was born and each book was released like as i was going through school how many times did your parents catch you trying to make, give yourself a little lightning bolt star <laughs> like noah stop no but like you know every year it was like at the new book i feel and, like, so I old right now <laughs> yeah. i remember yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. something that happened when when you were eight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> Sorry. You're fine. Here we go. Last question of the episode. Here we go. It's going to be a big juicy one. It's not that juicy or interesting. No. No, it's very interesting. Mm. Okay, let's start again. I have again. no idea what the question is. <laughs> I was like, Last question of the show. Spoiler alert. It's also about Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. And this one's for Steven. Category for a thousand. <laughs> um, cool. How much does it cost to have a lawyer be the executor of your will? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, okay. In most states, the executor of the will, if if the will states it, the lawyer is not acting in their capacity as a lawyer. They're acting in capacity as the executor. So they're mm -hmm. typically going to be compensated based on what an executor would normally earn. In Georgia, a lot of that actually is like codified. It's like two and a half percent of what they gather, two and a half percent of what they distribute. Really? Um, okay, so the executor gets paid from the estate. Like the executor this, sucks. Yes. You should get paid. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot um, of work. Unless unless the will says otherwise, but and right. the lawyer may be able to get additional compensation for the stuff they do as a lawyer, but they would have to very carefully compartmentalize it. And honestly, I would. Generally, there's a, there's a thing called extraordinary compensation you can ask the court for. I would ask the court to approve the compensation before I did it and someone got pissed at me. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, I, as a lawyer who's been an executor before, um, it's just I, I just took regular compensation. Okay. And then I got reimbursed because I paid for a lot of shit for this guy yeah. to make mm -hmm. sure that it works. So I got reimbursed for the cost for like making sure his ashes got shipped and this and that. Um, yeah. Something like that. So. Would you when when you're selecting an executor, um, is a lawyer a good person to select, um, or maybe you know they're gonna charge as good as any it, other? It can yeah. be. I think it would need to be a lawyer who Ideally knows a, what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, exa exactly. It'd be a, it could be a lawyer, preferably a lawyer who did not write the will, mm -hmm. just in case there's a conflict of interest. Um, but not um, they can. If like, but honestly, uh, most lawyers don't like it because it's a pain in the butt to deal and, with. And if it's like lawyers. a longer term thing, it might also make sense to make sure the person you're asking has some kind of financial literacy as well. Yes, because um, that's another part of it too. Is is they get a percentage of what comes in, a percentage of what goes out, and I believe any income that is is it an income generated by property that they're managing, they get an Something additional like percentage. Yeah, it's like wow. I think it's I think yeah. it's three percent. So basically, it's like you get paid based on how much work you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's, the it's, amount of work you're doing is based on the amount of money. It's commensurate to work. Yeah. A lot of lawyers will not accept estates that are small states because a small state and a bigger state are often the same amount of work. Right. A $10,000 state and a $10 million state have a lot of the same work qualities, except one pays you, one can pay you more than the other. Right. Gotcha. And I wouldn't do it. I would, just cynically, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't, I would not ever manage a small estate again. Yeah. Because it's so much work. And, and usually in those small states, it typically also is people want their money faster because they yeah. need it. Yeah, exactly. So people, um, yeah. people burn up your phone and be like, no, we have to wait three months. We have to do this. We have to do that. You'll get paid. You'll get this eventually. So something right. like that. One suggestion that I've heard you make multiple times is like, you do not want a um, emotionally attached, involved person 
person um, as the executor That's of correct. the estate. Um, so if you're not suggesting a lawyer primarily, it could be right? a lawyer. Um, but let's say the estate's pretty small. Who would you suggest instead For of a super lawyer? Super small estates, I'm okay with family members. But there's a dynamic that you have to recognize mm-hmm. that if you have, like, say, three children or whatever, and once it, you have to know how these people's dynamics work with each other. Mm-hmm. It can be very, very annoying for one sibling to be cutting checks to the other siblings. Mm-hmm. It can really have a weird dynamic. So you better have it really laid out as humanly possible. And I, I yeah. also argue for a ten thousand dollars estate. We could probably work on some ways to avoid probate entirely mm-hmm. um, for an estate of like a, a, mo- a more modest estate. Yeah, and and I think if you are going to have to put one of your kids as your executor, it makes sense if your family situation allows to just have a nice straightforward conversation yes. about the decision you're making get consensus and, you know like like what what does this decision mean and and what does it not mean right so like it means that we're asking this person to be the ex- executor it does not mean that they're our favorite or does, is, does that mean know. they're getting more mo- oh they might get right. more money because it, 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 it also doesn't mean yeah like it, it doesn't sometimes they think they're waiving their inheritance like no 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 there doesn't charge you will right. get your part of the estate Mm-hmm. That's what the will or whatever says, but it can also be like they might get an executor's fees. Mm-hmm. Lots of times they can you can you can waive those fees, and if the child agrees outright ahead of time to yeah. waive, we might actually put in a will there will be no compensation if this person's the executor for the executor. They've, right. they've agreed to waive their compensation so that they can shut yeah. their siblings up. Yeah, or or I don't know. I I, I would say it's because that's the kind of that makes if, sense. If if, if, you're, if you're if you have like. 12 year old kids who are fighting over the biggest piece of cake there's a good chance that when they're 70 they're going to be fighting over the biggest piece of cake right and that dynamic will carry over into a probate so that's the main reason like i usually recommend as someone dispassionate but if they're on the same page and stuff like that then sure but for bigger things or particularly for things where you're managing young children or longer term things and you're going to get professional in and and for a trustee, there's corporations that literally do it. You can go like a U.S. trust, Northern trust, um, mm-hmm. any like a lot of companies with the word trust in them are literally full time trustees. Cool. Um, and they would they do that for a fee. But the fee is that they're, the upside of their service is that they're also tied to investment banks so that they can actually grow the body of the trust. Oh, that's cool. Right. So if it takes a while to actually administer the estate and to probate everything, they can actually be doing yeah. something with that money and, to help it grow. And they That's are cool. professionals. They'll get your, you get the annual reports, you get this and that. Right. They won't breach your fiduciary duty on all that good. And they do, they have a ton of insurance. Yeah. But, um, but all those, all those considerations that you would make that if you had a reason, even a modest to large estate, I would seriously look into bringing in a neutral fiduciary. I, especially if your beneficiaries are younger, your children, there's one thing that's like, I'm married. I have no children. It's one thing. Like my husband does not need a trustee to guard his money for him, unless he's going to get remarried. Then I then he does. No, <laughs> no, no. But like, just generally though. But like, you can, your situation varies. That yeah. sounds like one of those businesses that like you know when you're fresh out of college, like looking for a job, like you would never even think of that. That is a business, right? Like these. Oh, are, this totally is a group. Is. This is a group of professional trustees uh, that like you know that just focus on. Uh, like this very specific aspect of estate law. I don't know. It's like the guy who makes like the bolts for like this particular thing yeah, for this car. For it. Yeah, the market yeah, for it. It's, yeah. Cool. Uh, it's a. It, if yeah. you don't know what you're doing, it's it can be very difficult. And if mm-hmm. you know what you're doing, it can be very straightforward. Mm-hmm. So yes. there, it's it's just like how you go to an attorney who does estate plans for your estate plan. Right, you you go to someone who knows what they're doing, and it's much easier for them to do it right. Yeah, yeah. we have our lane. I, I, I write trust. Mm-hmm. Someone implements trust. Mm-hmm. Right. Come to with a traffic ticket. I will give you the name of a very. I actually have a really great attorney who I'll refer you to. Sounds that will great. take care of it because I don't. She actually I fixed my traffic ticket because I went to the court myself and I realized crap. And she happened to be there dealing with another case, and she fixed my ticket. Oh, that's super nice. So there you go. There's better people for everything. Yeah. I can't emphasize enough that the hire a plumber the better. to do your plumbing. That yes, hire like, one to do your plumbing. Yeah. Don't have them wire your house. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, guys, thank you so much for watching. Let's talk about death and taxes. If you enjoyed this, let us know. Post a comment. If you could help us share this, that would be fantastic. If you're watching on Facebook, hit the share button because that's awesome. It'd be really cool to have like a little personal endorsement of like, hey, my name's Sally Lou, and I enjoyed this. You should check this out. Just like. You might enjoy this. I enjoy this. Check it out. Um, also, give us a like, react to it, or whatever. 
if you're watching on YouTube, post a comment, like, and uh, subscribe. Turn that damn bell on, because I like that little bell. You can get a little notification. Hey, there's a little new video about death and taxes. Um, if you're listening on a podcasting app, if you could give us a five-star review, that would be great. Um, you know, maybe the words that you write aren't super nice, right? But at least put those five stars in there so that our, our star rating goes up. Be nice. Tell right? me about Harry Potter. In yeah. Your comment. Just be oh. like. Just be like. Just tell me. Uh, does in your comment? Just write the something that I will understand. Yeah. Very and specifically. Very specific <laughs> about like the financial aspects of Harry. I'll Potter. I'll write it by James and Noah. Yeah. If you were to invent, if you were to open a business in Harry Potter's Wizarding World that you think would take off really well, that you you think is an untapped market for the wizards, what would you do? Assuming magic's real as well. Maybe it's like a magical estate planning business. That'd be cool, right? Wouldn't that be sweet? You like, lost me like four minutes ago. Really? <laughs> <laughs> No, like we could like make horcruxes for people. I think it'd be sick. Um, you have to murder someone to make a horcrux. Well, maybe we're a little you? shady. I don't know. I don't think so. You have to murder know, someone. You're breaking up a portion of your soul. I thought yeah. you had to kill someone to make a horcrux. I don't know. Well, we could specialize that in that. I don't we know. could specialize in breaking apart people's I'm gonna souls. I'm going to pretend to not know this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, again, thanks so much for watching. Have a great day. Hey, um, before you leave, we created a PDF. It is the first link in the description. The PDF tells you all of the mistakes that you should avoid when thinking about planning your estate. James and Steven wrote it, and it is basically a summary of a lot of the problems that we've seen people encounter when thinking about estate planning. Go check out that PDF. It will really help you if you do nothing uh, to plan your estate. At least read that so that you know like the important stuff that you should not mess up because... Yeah, this is hard. If you've listened to these guys talk, you know. They know a lot of things because they need to because this is hard. It's not easy. <laughs> this is the longest it call is, to it's action long. I don't care. I've ever seen. It's 6.30. I'm uh, 6.44. I got to go home. At this point, the people have turned off their podcast apps. They They've have. hit the skip 30 seconds thing a couple times. <laughs> no, it's still going. Because you got to get to the end of the episode so it's marked played. It doesn't replay later. True. Yes. But they've guys, hit that I button. need a Patreon. So to like, Let's to, get like, one. I need an ad-free version. I need ads so I can have an ad-free version. <laughs> Guys, have a great day. Thanks so much for watching. Um, Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.